Hello everyone, and welcome to our podcast once again. As many of you know, in our last podcast, we talked about our relationship with God. And this week, we have another great topic, relationships with our significant other. My name is David, and today I brought my sister as our special guest. Hello, my name is Yaling, and I'm very happy to be here. I asked my sister Yaling to come today because she knows a thing or two about relationships. Yeah, you could say that. <laughs> so, my sister and her fiancé, Victor, have been dating for almost five years, and they're currently planning their wedding. Yep, that's right. We've been together quite a few years, and I look forward to many more. If I could give you one piece of advice, it would definitely be to put God first in your personal life and then in your relationship. Keeping that in mind, we are going to jump into our next segments here today. So let's go ahead and pray before moving forward. Yaling, would you like to lead us out in prayer? Absolutely. Dear God, thank you for this day. Thank you for blessing us so abundantly with the opportunity to be here and share you with others. We ask that this podcast be a blessing to those listening to it. And we just ask that you put your hand over the people who are listening, that they may learn something or that they may gain something from this today. We ask that you please bless all the people involved in the podcast and help them to do their very best for your honor and glory. In your name I pray, amen. So without further ado, let's continue. We can make 
We hope that you enjoyed the wonderful music brought to us by the Spring Meadows worship team. Hello, everybody. Today, we are going to do an interview with Pastor Alex from Spring Meadows. Hey, hello, David. And hello, everybody. <laughs> yes. Thank you so much for helping us out by being a part of our podcast. Oh, I'm thrilled to be here. And someday soon, I'm going to get to hug all these wonderful people. Of course. Let's move to our first question. What have you enjoyed most about your time in Florida so far? Okay, so probably one of the funnest highlights for me was when the young adults asked me to come and speak. Well, first of all, I absolutely loved doing VBS because the team of people doing VBS were amazing. Heather Landers and all her peeps were and are amazing. So that was definitely one of my highlights. But the most recent one was definitely with the young adults when they asked me to come and speak. And, you know, I was... I was so blessed by all the people that made that evening happen. And in the middle of the talk, I couldn't figure out what was going on. I started thinking, wow, why are these young adults taking pictures of me? Are they videotaping me? And then I didn't know, but there was this amazing rainbow up ahead of, above me. And so it was a highlight to me that they were so excited about the rainbow that they were so excited about the blessings of God and the reminder of God's blessings that they wanted to take pictures of it. So it wasn't pictures of me that they wanted so much. It was the rainbow. But to be honest, that whole evening, that was such a fun experience that that's definitely the most recent highlight of being here in Florida. That was just awesome. Yes, that was a beautiful service that you gave. So with being a children's, the children's pastor, um, if you can teach children to remember only one memory verse, which one would it be? You know, I find that so many kids already know John 3.16 and John 3.17 that I, I don't ever want to take that away from them because that, of course, is the crux of our whole faith in what Jesus did for us. So the verse I would want them to memorize is 1 John 3.1, which is, Behold what manner of love the Father has given, that he has lavished this love on us, that he has called us his children. And the reason I want for kids to know that is because I want for children to understand their worth and their value comes from their creator. Behold, what manner of love the God has lavished on us that he calls us his. If kids could remember for their whole life that it, we are his, our worth, our value, everything good about us is because we are his children. And that's really something that I would love for all children to know. That's that one verse that aside from knowing about salvation, but recognizing and understanding we're his. So on to a different note, maybe a little bit history now. What drove you to be a missionary in Argentina? Great question. Um, so actually, when I applied to be a student missionary, I had applied to go to the Marshall Islands. But all of a sudden, there was an opening in Argentina, and they called me and they said, could you be in Argentina in two weeks? And I was thrilled because I'm from Argentina. So, wow, I get to go back to a place that I really don't know very well, because when I was little and living in Argentina, I wasn't there at La Vicha, which is where I was born. But I was in Buenos Aires and I was in other places. So I was going to have a chance to go back to Argentina, to go back to the roots of, of where I had come from that I really didn't know that well. And, you know, everyone always says you're not a prophet in your own town. I really wanted to figure out what God was up to because that trip to Argentina changed my life. Um, 
What made me go there was because I knew God was calling me to be a student missionary and I really wanted to go to an island and be all exotic and have such a wonderful experience. But God called me to Argentina where actually it was so challenging because I was from there. Everyone assumed I was good and that I didn't need anything. And it truly taught me to fully rely on God. And truly that trip to Argentina changed my life. That's where I found that God was calling me to something different and something new. And so um, what made me go? Well, because the opening happened and it worked out that I could. Um, but it, I think, of course, it was providential. God was doing something greater, something bigger. And I just had to be obedient. If there was one thing that you could say, what did you enjoy most about your experience in Argentina? Wow. Um, so I loved my time in Argentina. I was there for 21 months. Um, I, I was teaching both at the high school level and the college level. Um, they had asked me to uh, plan and do spiritual retreats, which was so much fun because I loved working at camp and did a lot of that kind of stuff at camp for many years. But I also uh, discovered how much I loved teaching and I got to speak for week of prayers and I got to be part of a traveling choir group. And I just realized that I was alive because I was doing God's work. And so the thing that I take away from that experience is that once you realize God's purpose for you, man, it's really hard to be happy doing anything else. And what I discovered there in Argentina is that God's plans for me were ministry, not pre-law like I had thought prior to my trip to Argentina. So the biggest takeaway that I, that I took from my experience in Argentina is that God was calling me to something. And um, I didn't know what it was even after having been there. And it took me a, a year or two to figure it out. Um, and to be honest, there are so many times that I don't know what God is up to. But um, what I have learned is that whenever I'm obedient, um, <laughs> he just blesses me more than I could ever hope for. That is so true. I cannot agree with you more. It sounded like you had an awesome time in Argentina. It was awesome. <laughs> so in your experience of being a pastor, what do you consider to be the most challenging part about ministering to not only children, but to families? Well, right now, of course, is COVID. COVID makes it extremely challenging. Um, I think the greatest challenge we face is that I believe strongly that the devil is attacking our homes. Um, if he can break down families, if he can break down marriages, then he breaks down the most integral part of the fabric of a church. And the local church is where God's work is realized in, in a community where faith is made real. So I believe that uh, the greatest challenges right now is that the devil's got his eyes on children and he's got his eyes on families and he's going to attack in every way that he can. COVID, of course, has made that extremely difficult. Um, but I also believe that every single person, um, man, woman, child, are ministers. And I think we're all called to share Jesus Christ. And so no matter how challenging this time is, um, I'm still going to share Jesus with the kids of this church family. I'm still going to share Jesus with the parents of this church family. And I got to tell you guys, this church family is amazing. The families that I have met, the children that I have met in this church, they love Jesus for real. 
They are so open and so willing and so ready to just share Jesus, to be with Jesus, to talk about Jesus, to pray to Jesus. They're just, this is a Jesus place. And I feel like even though this is probably the most difficult challenge any pastor will face is trying to figure out how to pastor in these times. Um, I'm really lucky because I came to the right church. I came to the right place where people are just ready and willing to do whatever we have to do to help people know who Jesus is. And I believe that the times are going to get harder because Jesus is coming soon. So challenges, yes. Great church, even yes, sir. Even bigger, even better, because God is bigger and God is better. Um, and so, honestly, um, I'm just excited that I get to be here and that I, I get to be part of this church family because um, what I see, man, what I see, and, and I see so little because we're all so isolated, but what I have seen, it's just blowing my mind. My heart is just full. Thank you. Thank you, church family. Thank you for coming and being a pastor at our church. Yes. Yay. So thank you so much for, for uh, interviewing with us. I thought that this was great. Thank you so much again. And I hope that you have a wonderful day. Thank you so much, David. And to all you young adults, just carry on, friends, and may God strengthen you and bless you. Hey, what's up? I'm Pastor Molly, and today I'm talking with you all about how to incorporate God into uh, the life with you and your significant other. So I'm actually going to start off by telling you how I met my husband, Carl Duper. I had started going to college uh, at Union College in Lincoln, Nebraska, and I had gone to college with my former roommate who I was roommates with an academy, boarding academy in Minnesota. And in academy, you know, we had passed the time a lot by playing foosball, her and I. So when we got to college, we were really good at foosball. And I remember towards the very beginning of our college experience, we had a foosball tournament. So we had other people partner up and they'd play against us. And there was this one team, and that's the team with Carl Duper on it. And he was on the team with his roommate named Tony. And uh, we ended up winning. And so they said, you know what? Let's We'll play you again tomorrow. Rematch. So the next day, we played them again. And then the next day, we ended up playing them again. And the next day, we played them again. And the same thing happened day after day after day our entire freshman year of college. So we became really good friends, um, Carl and I, but that was just it. We were just really good friends. Then the next year, I, ac I actually took a year out of college and went to Colorado, and I ended up working as a cold porter where I was actually teaching about a group of 18 students how to be a cold porter. And what that is is going door to door, selling books about Jesus to anyone and everyone. So it was a really fun experience. You got to meet so many different people. And actually what I truly learned is <laughs> with my experiences, everyone is actually more alike than they are different. Because every house had more than one dog. Almost every house, they had a dog named Molly. And 
every house almost had the exact same sign outside of it, which I actually thought was really cool. But it was a sign that had a Bible verse on it. And it was um, Joshua 24, verse 15. It says, But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And I started to see this verse time and time and time again. And so um, I looked it up and I ended up reading a couple chapters before it so I could know the context of the story. And it's a really cool story. Joshua is this awesome warrior and this awesome leader for God. And he's been serving his whole life for the Lord. And now it actually gets to the point in time where he comes to the people and he's like, hey, hey, y'all, like I'm super old and advanced in years. And so then he kind of gives this appeal to all the people. He calls together all the different families, like all the different tribes, and he makes this appeal to them. He reminds them of all the different things that the Lord has done for them. He goes back to how he brought them out of Egypt, um, out of slavery, and then he reminds them that they crossed the Jordan River. And then he reminds them that they conquered Jericho. And he says, hey, this Lord has been faithful to you. Be faithful to him back. And then he finally gets to the point, and this is where he gets to in verse 14. He says, Now fear the Lord and serve him with all faithfulness. Throw away the gods your forefathers worshipped before the river and in Egypt and serve the Lord. But if serving the Lord seems undesirable to you, then choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve, whether the gods your forefathers served beyond the river or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you are living. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. I thought that was so powerful. What a powerful story. And me and my life at that time, I truly did not know my future. There was only like one thing that I did know, and that was that I loved Jesus and I wanted to serve the Lord with my life. So the next year I ended up going back to Union College and my good friend Carl actually wasn't there that year. Because he then took a year out of school to go be a student missionary in Pompeii, Micronesia. So it actually wasn't until my junior year that there was a Sabbath school at the very beginning of school of the school year. And all of us got together and um, I sat down and I looked up and who did I see was the speaker that day? It was Carl Duper. And he was sharing his testimony about his time as a student missionary. And as I heard his testimony, I heard his heart for Jesus and heard that he also wanted to spend his life serving the Lord. And as I was sitting just listening to him talk, I thought, oh my goodness, we have the exact same heart for Jesus and the same mindset that we want to serve the Lord with our lives. Like, I want to be on the same team as this guy. And eventually, we got out of the friend zone. Praise the Lord, right? Because I knew I wanted to be on the Lord's team, and Carl wanted to be on the Lord's team. Truly, then when we started dating, it was just like, boom, the three of us. Me, Carl, and the Lord. You know that song that says, like, it takes two to tango? Well, it doesn't. It actually takes three to tango. It's you, your significant other, and the Lord. So when we started dating, we were walking with each other and walking with the Lord. And that only grew when we got engaged. 
that we were walking with each other and the Lord. And now that we're married, it's a day after day after day experience of walking with each other and the Lord. It's a daily decision that him and I as a team are deciding, just as Joshua did, that as for us in our house, we will serve the Lord. And I'd make the same appeal to you that Joshua did to the people. Choose this day whom you and your house will serve. Thank you so much, Pastor Molly, for sharing that worship thought with us. Well, we've concluded now our podcast for the week, and we just hope it was a true blessing for each and every one of you like it was for us. Yes, so please, uh, if you want to contact us, you can contact us at podcast at springmeadows.org. And if you want to find out a little bit more about us or who we are, you can visit springmeadows.org. Thank you, and have a good week. Yes, Jesus loves me, the Bible tells me so.